There are podcasts that have thousands and thousands of downloads and are not getting leads. There are also podcasts that are getting hundreds of downloads and they are getting leads, high ticket leads. And that is because they are actually creating content that their audience wants to hear. And it is actually working to push their potential clients into their programs, into their services. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Listener's Leads podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Galati. I'm so excited that you are here. Today, we are going to be talking about how to generate leads with your podcast. I am going to go very high level, basics, things that you need to be doing in order to generate leads with your show. I get this question all the time. And obviously, since this is the Listeners to Leads show, I want to make sure that we are addressing this and actually really getting to the root of like, there are no secrets. It's hard work and dedication and creating great content. Yes, all of those things. But like, what's working in the industry? What is my team seeing that is working from managing so many podcasts? Where are we seeing those results? And what do I recommend that you do if you would like to generate leads with your show? First, let's get into the number one most important thing about generating leads with your podcast. You have to have a good podcast. You are not going to be able to generate leads if you don't have a good show. If your content is not hitting the mark and actually addressing things that your customers would want to know or things that they'd be interested in knowing, then you're not going to be able to generate leads. I've said this before on the show, and I think it's really important to reiterate that if you want to generate leads with your show, you have to have solo episodes. First and foremost, guys, this is so, so, so important that if you wanna show up as a leader in your industry and you want people to know you, to like you, and to trust you to be able to give you their cash money dollars, then you need to have episodes where you are actually talking to your customers and talking to them about the things that they're struggling with. So it's the same as any other content that you're creating. As a business owner or a coach or whatever your business is, you need to ensure that the content you're creating, whether it is your podcast or somewhere else, you could not even have a podcast yet. And this is really important. No matter where you are talking to your customers, you need to be doing this. And that is creating content that is actually going to let your audience know, and these people who are viewing your content, these people who are watching your content, whatever, that you know what you're talking about, that you actually have answers to the questions that they maybe don't even know that they have. So the first 
way to really decide and figure out if you are creating content that is actually addressing your customer problems, I want you to go back and listen to my content-specific episodes. I have episode three, which is Streamline Your Podcast Content Creation Process. So that kind of goes through that workflow. Episode seven, five strategies to never run out of podcast content. Episode 15, 14 ways to repurpose your podcast content. Episode 21, how to organize and plan your podcast content. And episode 24, plan out the first or next 10 episodes of your podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to have these links in the show notes. So that way, if you guys are on the road or whatever, just go back to the show notes or the blog post and you'll be able to see all of these links there. So you can go back and listen to those episodes. But I want you to really take time when you are coming up with your podcast or your podcast ideas, or your podcast content ideas, make sure that it actually ties back to what your customer needs, to what is their journey, where are they in that journey, and make sure that you're actually addressing the things that they need to be addressed. You might be like, well, Alicia, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how to come up with this stuff. Where do I even find this? Those episodes will help you in like coming up with episodes and planning it out. But I want you to ask yourself a few questions and this should at least get you started before you listen to those episodes. But I definitely recommend going back and check out those episodes. I want you to think about what are your customers' problems? What are those things that maybe keep them up at night? What are those things that they're struggling with that they are like Googling because they don't know how the answer to it. What objections do your clients have? So I was on a call, I believe it was yesterday, where I was talking with a client and we were talking about one of the objections that they had heard from people who were potentially gonna join their program. And I said, well, that's a great podcast episode. If you can address this, so the example, I'll give you the example, it was, It was a business that teaches web designers how to create and launch, have really successful to them, web design companies. One of the objections was, I'm not ready because I need to work on my design skills. I need to become a better uh, web designer. I need to do these things, those like hard skills first before I can actually have a business or actually like feel successful. And so that was one of the objections and the things that they were like, well, not necessarily. You can still grow your business as you're growing your skills. And I was like, that's a great episode. Let's make that an episode that like handle those objections. So that way, when you have people listen to your podcast, you actually can see them like kind of processing and, oh, wait, that's me. I thought that. I felt that. And now I don't have to feel that. I was on a call with a client last week and she was saying that she's a productivity and time management coach. And she was saying that some people will typically think as people who might be interested in working with her that, oh no, that's not me or I don't need that. That's for them. That's for someone else. And so how do we handle those objections? How do we talk through that to ensure that our listeners who are potential leads can actually move forward in the process to work with you. 
right? Because that's the whole point of having your podcast and you want to have a lead generating podcast, right? Like obviously there are hobby podcasts. There are all of these other types of podcasts that you can create, entertainment, whatever. But when we're talking specifically about education-based generating leads with your podcast, this is where the content is so, so important. If you are someone who is wanting to generate leads with your show, I want you to make sure that on your solo episodes, you have one, have more solo episodes possibly if you can, than you have of your guest episodes. I want you to make sure that you're showing up for your audience on a more regular basis than having someone else come in and be an expert. You need to be the expert of your show and the expert of your topic. And you need to show up that way for your audience. Make sure that you're creating solo episode content. Make sure that you are using that content to address your customers' needs, their problems, but also their objections. Moving on to the next thing you need to be doing here. Have a call to action. (laughs) I talk about this all the time too. And I feel like sometimes I'm on the soapbox here and I apologize. Not really. Nope. I don't apologize because someone's got to give you guys the hard truths, right? And I am more than happy to do so. And so here we are saying some hard truths. Talk about your stuff. (laughs) If you have a program, if you have a freebie, if you have a membership, if you have a course, whatever you have, talk about it. (laughs) I want you to be able to move people through your your client journey, your customer journey. So in order to do that, you actually have to invite them in to take that next step with you. So make sure that you have a call to action. Now, there are a few places that you can put this. You can put a very, very quick and short pre-roll. That's going to be right before anything that happens in your episode. It's going to be the first thing that people hear. Make sure that's no longer than 20 seconds. I do not want to see a full length ad in there. Guys, please and thank you. People skip those. Second place you can put it is your mid-roll. So that's gonna be around the middle part of your episode and have some type of full-length ad if you want, whatever. But that's where you can put it there. And then your post-roll, which would be right before your outro where you say, hey, here's where to hang out with me on social. Make sure you leave a review, blah, 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 whatever. Have an ad right there at the end of the episode right before your outro with your music. So those are the places you can put the call to action. And of course, my all-time favorite place to put your call to action is very sneakily in the conversation. Talk about it. Talk about ways that you work with your clients. Talk about freebies or have an episode dedicated to a freebie where you are letting them know how to use it or the best practices or maybe going through some of the freebie and then have them download it. Anything that you can do within the episode and within the episode content to take that next step with people. So I do this in very strategic ways when I give examples of clients and the things that we talk about and the things that we're able to work on and the results that we're seeing. And so when people listen to my show, they're thinking, oh, I want that result too, which this is a whole other thing, right? side tangent. (laughs) In the online space, people tend to say, I got this result and you can get it too. I am not that person. I will never say that. 
I will help you and I will guide you and I will do everything in my power to ensure that you can get those similar results, that we can do our best. But so many different factors tie in to success, right? So what does success even look like to you? What do you want your podcast to actually do for you? What what is the thing that you're pushing people to, to actually work with you? Like there are so many different factors that go into that. There are podcasts that have thousands and thousands of downloads and are not getting leads. There are also podcasts that I have seen that are getting hundreds of downloads, like a couple hundred per episode, and they are getting leads, high ticket leads. And that is because they go, going back to that first thing, they are actually creating content that their audience wants to hear. And it is actually working to push their potential clients into their programs, into their services, into their stuff. So that's why that first part is so important. And it's not just about, oh, I ran ads to it, or I am creating this awesome thing and I've got this movement and this community. But if it's not converting to leads, then it's a hobby, really. And it's something fun for you to do. And that's great if that's what your goal is. But if you want to get serious about your podcast and you want to generate leads, then you need to be more strategic. Some examples of things that we're seeing working with our clients. So I gave you the example of that I just mentioned where they are getting a couple hundred downloads per episode. Nothing extravagant. It's actually, they're not huge downloads, but they're able to sell out their program every time. (laughs) which is like really cool and exciting, but also is just a testament to the content that they're creating. They actually just told me this. They had someone listen, like binge listen to a ton of their episodes, hop on a call and join their program. That is the power. That's the thing that gets me so stinking excited about podcasting because They get people on the phone who already know them. They already like them. They already know that they want to join the program because of the value that they're already seeing and getting from the show. They know that that one-on-one time is going to be 10 times better. But that is kind of why we're seeing that a lot of freebies or low ticket items or offers aren't really converting as well. We're seeing that clients who have those low ticket offers, clients who have those freebies, that those things aren't really working as well in the podcasting space and like on the promotional side. So that's something to consider. If you are seeing results with that, I'd love for you to slide in my DMs and talk to me about it because I want to know what you're doing, what's working for you, what's not. But for our clients, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing that people who listen to podcasts want one-on-one. They want small group. They want to have a connection with the podcaster. And this goes back to that celebrity effect that I always talk about. When you are in someone's ears and they're going about their mundane daily tasks or they're doing their normal stuff, it's very easy for them to almost associate you with their daily stuff. And so you become their best friend, even though you don't know, right? Like you don't know that that all of a sudden you have new best friends everywhere, 
but they feel that way because they have that connection with you because you are with them while they're doing their normal stuff. So that's always a really interesting thing. I've always experienced it from the podcast listener side as me being a podcast listener and fangirling, oh, so hardcore, <laughs> like embarrassingly hardcore over a podcaster when I met them. But then also I've seen it now as a podcaster and as a business owner where people will get on the phone with me and they're like, oh my God, I feel like I know you, which is like, oh, yay, that's exciting. They watch my reels on Instagram or they listen to me on the show and they're like, oh, yes, Alicia, my best friend. I know her. She's ridiculous. <laughs> like, It's crazy. So that's one thing that we're seeing is that celebrity effect that's happening where people who listen to the show want to actually work one-on-one -on -one with the clients rather than in large groups or take courses or download a freebie. So yes, you might see some freebies. That's great. But most of the people that are going to go from podcast listeners into leads, we're seeing it not be the freebie so much. Another thing that we saw is a client recently told us that she was on a podcast as a guest. She was able to generate a few leads, like three or four, and she's has like high ticket prices. She's a service provider. And she was able to generate three or four leads from her podcast guest appearance, which is fantastic. So making sure that you are not just being a podcaster, right? Like don't just be a podcaster, but also get on other people's podcasts, show up for other people, actually find your audience where they are hanging out and maybe invite those people to be a guest on your show. They might reciprocate and then ask you to be a guest on their show or pitch yourself to be on their show. Whatever it is, find ways to actually like get in front of your audience. So those are a few of the things that we're seeing. But here are some strategies that I think that it would be great if you tried. Promoting an easy opt-in, like a very, very easy no-brainer yes. And not something that they would normally get, like here's a checklist or here's this thing, like nothing small. I want you to create something that is going to potentially change their life, right? Something that's actually going to get them a, a quick win and a result. That should be that easy opt-in. Low ticket items, workshops, where you are actually teaching live, or maybe it's a replay and you can upsell to a one-on-one -on -one time with you. I would like to see that. I'd also like to see, and I'm kind of talking to you guys <laughs> As if you were my clients, because that's how I talk to my clients is I would like to see this because that is what I would like to see. So you're getting like a, I'm in your ears. This is a strategy session for you. This is what I want to see from you. Okay. And I want you to send me a DM and let me know when you do this, because I want to see you succeed. I want to see you grow. If you have a membership, then give people seven or 14 days free with your membership for only podcast listeners. Give them some type of promo that'll get them in. Then deliver the value. Really show up for your people. Talk about your one-on-one -on -one high ticket programs. Talk about those things where people can work one-on-one -on -one with you, where they can actually have those deeper conversations with you and get to know you more. So that's actually something that I am going to be offering soon as my business is growing and as my team has grown, I have more time. <laughs> 
And I'm the kind of person where I'm always trying to fill my time, which maybe that's not the best thing to do, right? But I really love to be able to offer support and encouragement and just like show up for my audience. So I do have one-on-one strategy sessions. If you'd be interested in that, let me know and send me a DM and I will send you all the information that you'll need to be able to book that. So it would just be a one-off, one hour, get stuff done. I'll listen to your show, any information that you want me to know, and we will talk about some strategies or some things that you can do to improve your show. So let me know if that's something that you want and send me a DM and we'll make it happen. Going back to these strategies, this is me getting back on my soapbox, okay? I want you to focus on one thing for a few months. I don't want you to say, well, I tried this for one month and it's not working. That's not how podcasting works. You're going to see a slow progress and like a slow increase. It's not going to be a quick win, typically. (laughs) Like, yes, there are those outliers that happen, but podcasting is not a get rich quick scheme. It is a content creation device to meet your clients where they are or your potential clients where they are and actually show up for them so that they can potentially work with you. That is what it is. It is not an ads campaign where it's like, ooh, all these leads, yay. No, this is a slow burn. You're not going to see quick wins or quick results with a show And so I want you to really set the level of expectation first. Make sure that you're showing up for your audience, that as people kind of get to know you and as they binge listen to your show, as they are becoming adamant listeners and like followers, then you are able to convert them into leads. It's not going to be a quick thing for you. So that is the episode on how to generate leads with your podcast I want you to make sure that you're focusing on that first thing. Create content that is actually going to push your audience to want to work with you. When you are addressing their objections, you're going to be able to convert them a lot easier when they hop on the phone with you. And that's what we want, right? So go ahead and keep podcasting, guys. I know you can do this. Set it for a few months dig down, dig deep, do the thing, and then you will be able to see those results. All right. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.